Uh, I mean, what do you charge for somebody to jerk off while you're sleeping? I don't charge anything. I know. Oh, I meant... <laughs> it's free. It's, it's late. I wasn't thinking. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you reason to live. A subway groper charged in five incidents of groping. Caught a nice break when a judge allowed him to plead guilty to just one offense and serve 60 days behind bars. Former Chelsea Piers youth ice hockey referee and current convicted forcible toucher, Subway Groping Division with five charges. Kenneth Jacobson, 45, dodged two years and pled to one of five for 60 days. Two on the one, two days apart in September 2016. One 24 on the 19th near 66th. One 18, 21st near Times Square. Having additionally, allegedly, Previously, coincidentally, similarly, illegally, forcibly touched the twin of a twin, the second one on the one, 18 from the 21st, at 13, five years ago. Supreme Court Justice Jill Convisor conferred the plea deal over the objections of prosecutors who asked for no less than two years for the single count of forcible touching. He should be. He should be locked up. You're not out yet. Joining me now, former beat reporter and columnist for the New York Post, author of the upcoming book, Unwifeable, a memoir detailing her personal journey through endless, mindless, bed-hopping sexcapades, <laughs> oodles of canoodles, and sundry, tawdry romps in the sack to find true love for the first time during her desperate, self-promotional search for Mr. Wright. <laughs> By going on 30 dates in 30 days, in which she gave a five-point questionnaire to no less a personage than the city's foremost independent reporter of crime, and found everything she'd always dreamed of and so much more, right under her nose in America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Unwifeable will be out in about a year. By author, comedian, sexpot TV personality, and longtime friend of the show, news whore, Mandy Stabmiller. Thank you. That is a wonderful, wonderful introduction. I love that. I thought I would, uh, you know, go, did you notice the wordplay? Yes. You can't name it. You noticed it, but you didn't remember it. Well, you know, I was letting it wash over me like a, a summer's breeze. I said, uh, you, you found me right under your nose. Right under my nose. Yeah. How is that a wordplay? Because height-wise, I am right under your nose. Oh, God. <laughs> hate shit about my height. Uh. I think it's much worse, personally, to grow up a 13-year-old than an 18-year-old. Obviously, yeah. Yes, I would agree. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, that's a tender age, 13. Well, how old was... I'm sorry, I, I didn't... Um, One victim, you didn't follow my I, I let I let it all wash over me, like, the uh, introduction for me, too, a little bit. Okay. Right, now, you're not letting this wash over you, are you? I mean, this is... <laughs> no, this, this, is time, this time I'm really in it. Yeah. Most recently, a 24-year-old and an 18-year-old. Okay, okay, Now, got the 18-year-old uh, snapped a picture of him, mm -hmm. and when her twin sister saw that, yes. she said, hey, wait a second, he got me, I had him first, okay, so don't get too excited. <laughs> yeah, that is the weirdest thing. I mean, that would be a fascinating statistical probability. Tom Shalhoub's brother could work that out. Like, that's his forte is... Is, is looking at, okay, well, that would be the statistical probability of this guy, amount of time he spent on the train, people in New York City, and then the twin. But I, I believe it. I mean... That's one thing. And another thing is, uh, Tom Shalhoub's episode, uh, my interview with him of Fox News, Tom Shalhoub, you can catch that. It's at Compound Media. 
and I hope you enjoy it. It was it's really so fun good. interview. The guy's really a pro. He's really a great guy. He's really great. Yeah. He's he's uh, he's entertaining, and he's uh, he's he's not, of course he's also um, extremely knowledgeable about everything we were talking about. Great guy. You know what I like about him is that when you're talking, he's not just letting it kind of like wash over him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that it shows um, that the guy's made progress. Ugh. You know, I mean, like, look at him now. It's it's adults. Five years ago, he's groping thirteen year olds. I guess that's true. It's a on step a, in the right direction. On a on a you know deviance scale, mm-hmm. I guess if you since you have to assign everything a qualitative factor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, legally, I think it's worse to touch a thirteen year old, but I don't I don't know that. I could look it up in the book that Kenny gave me, the uh, <laughs> law book. Who I haven't seen Kenny in a while. I don't know what happened to Kenny. This is not Kenny Cummings. Of Texas. <laughs> this is another Kenny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that law book. It's big and thick and sits on our shelf. Chocolate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, helpful to know, because I really don't know. I mean, Jim would know if he was here. Yeah, I think that... We should uh, call him. I think that groping should be... Well, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, if you grope, you know that you're going to... Most likely, it's like it's like a gateway crime, you know. You think so? Yeah, definitely. You don't think it just leads to more groping? Nah, because I think uh, you I think, have. I think some people just get bored on the train, and so they just grope. And they grope. I think if we had better Wi-Fi down there, people wouldn't grope so much. Oh God, have you ever seen anyone groping? No. Yeah, me I neither. haven't. I've never seen that happen. Wait, yeah, I have. I have seen somebody groping one time. And I, I, I gave him a thumbs up. I was like, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a heinous thing. I've seen a lot more. I mean, I, I've seen multiple masturbators, but actual groping where it's kind of assaulting someone, you know. You know, people see these masturbators. Women see these masturbators so, so much common. More. Yeah. And, and, and how many have you seen? You've been here for 11 years now, 12? Yeah. You've been here since 2006, just like me. We moved here almost the exact same month, right? Yeah, I would say probably like six on the train and then, you know, I don't know, like four out in the city or in the movie theater. You and, know? About, and about 60, 70 in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. They just come in and start masturbating. Yeah. Because you're naked. Right. And I have a sign that says, masturbators welcome. <laughs> Solici- solicitors not allowed. Yeah. Well, well, well the, 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 worst, the worst one was... When I was I was running, which in itself was like a that a fact that I was jogging was like a huge personal victory, and then yeah, it's it's handy. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, just this. Unless he was also jogging and masturbating at the same time. No, it was like it was just like he was on a bench, and then you know it just it gets burned in your brain. And you're like, I don't want to see that, dude. Well, that's kind of on you. No, it's not. Would you say that a girl of 13 can sometimes have the look of a 15 or 16-year-old? Have you ever well, seen a girl like that? Yeah, I sure, sure, sure. Because I always ask them when I see a sexy girl, I'm like, how old are you? The milk hormones is what does it. Yeah, I mean, you, to me, it doesn't matter anyway. I can see a sexy 30-year-old, uh-huh. and, I, I, and I know, like, well, I'm not going to try to fuck her. Right. Because I'm married and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something about being married that is such a relief. You know, like just walking up and talking to a girl is not always easy. It's she, the same thing for a woman. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Well, just having to have it, <laughs> having to go through the process of 
you oh, know, dating. dealing with like fuckos coming up to you. And it's uh, called kissing frogs, and it's a time honored <laughs> tradition. I want to be that frog sitting through forty five minutes of a first date drink. When uh, the guy is telling you all about his, you know... Guys that you meet on OKC. <laughs> exactly. And they yeah. abbreviate it because they don't have time to say oopid. <laughs> yeah, and they tell you all about, you know, their tricks for... Here, here's, here's a tip for anyone dating. Mm. Don't tell a woman about how you save time on your commute. It is not a panty moistener. You know what I mean? Well, maybe he's not trying to moisten the panties right off. Maybe he's trying to give you an idea of his life. Oh, my God. The most boring parts of it. Yeah, that's just someone who has never... That's someone who needs to get a bucket list or take acid. Or I think that what it know. is is that he figures, okay, if I'm really boring, she'll drink more. Mm, right. It's a strategy. Sure. It works, you know, three times out of ten. <laughs> Because, you know, like, uh, those, those uh, I, I didn't go on a lot of first dates that didn't end in sex. I always kind of, You're like, a closer. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, <laughs> coffee's for clo- Pussies for closers. Yeah. I was able to, uh, I think it's selection. I think that's what it is. You don't go out with people that don't want to fuck you. That's huh. that's a good thing. That's a good guideline. Does you're this girl n- want to fuck me? Yes or no? You're not an aspirational dater. Uh... No, I mean, like, I don't have, uh, I don't have any form of, uh, of L- that. Like, of, uh, like Lindsay Lohan at her hottest, before she became, you know, kind of a puffy-faced wrestling. Oh, did you say Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, say you have a shot at a, at a date with her, you would go, even though you probably, you know, wouldn't fuck her. No, if I didn't feel like I was going, I, I would do it for the publicity or something, maybe, uh-huh. you know, and I, but I, I definitely. That's the one person you're allowed to have an affair with, by the way, is Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan? She yeah. lives in New York. Yeah, that's, no, I know. That's fucking possible. I don't uh, want to have an affair with her. Well, you know, whatever. Tris. I mean, you know, since she's become Muslim, I don't think I have a shot. She's a Muslim? Yeah, sort of. Huh. She was trying to sell water or something. Oh, okay. She had some brand of root beer or some shit. Right. Uh, Brand, branded jeggings and uh, free <laughs> genital circumcision. Warts? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, female genital circumcision, that is really something to talk about. I brought that up with my uh, taxi driver the other day because I thought he was listening to, like... He has a side business. And... <laughs> and he knew, you know, we had a whole discussion, but he said he had never heard of... He said that everything was done... To make people rich, and that Muslims who were okay, killing—I don't care about this cab driver things. So I think he's a dummy. Anyway, but he had never—he's a liar. Heard of it. And then I, he kept—he never heard of it, right? He okay. kept making me repeat female genital uh, circumcision. Mutilation is the word. Mutilation, yeah, yeah. yeah. FGM mm-hmm. for short. Uh, yeah, it's getting big in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Now look, I tell you something. You mentioned Long Island a few minutes ago. Long Island is a place which apparently does not take kindly to sex offenders. Good. It begs the question, is there a place that does take kindly to sex offenders? I mean, besides Bill Clinton's private jet. Long Island is the largest and longest island in the 48 states. Did you know that? Sexy, no. Do you know the population is 7.8 million? Shut up. Yeah, and uh, nearly 40% of the people in the state of New York live on Long Island. 
Wow. 40% of the state. More people live on Long Island than Ireland, huh. the country. More people live on Long Island than Jamaica and Ireland combined. Do you know what the wealth Those is? are countries. That's insane. My mind is blown. I felt it washed over you. No, 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 no. That one just blew it. That's how great it is to live in Long Island. There are four counties technically in Long Island. Can you name them? Uh, Suffolk. <laughs> I've never heard that said quite so <laughs> vulgarly. <laughs> so fuck. Okay, one for one. Uh, Nassau. Yes. I don't think you'll get the other two. I don't uh, think you will because they're not normally thought of as being part of Long Island. That's a hint. Westmoreland. <laughs> yes. Yes. Named for General Westmoreland. <laughs> I think uh, you're thinking of Westchester. Yeah, maybe? Westchester. Uh, I, I had a West in it. No, it's uh, Queens County and Kings County. Oh, okay. No, those uh, are technically on Long Island, but of course they are coextensive with Queens and Violent Brooklyn. Coextensive, huh? Yes, and they are it's like polyamorous. The exact same size. No, it's not. And they're okay. and they're not part of what's meant when one uses the term Long Island. Now, the east side of Long Island was primarily settled by the English, the west by the Dutch, roughly along the same lines which today divide Nassau and Suffolk County, uh, the two counties of Long Island, Nassau and Suffolk. Freel. Now, Suffolk County is like a faraway and mysterious place, but we know little of their ways. Yeah, I've been there. We know little of their ways. It, it is a faraway place. It's where the Long Island serial killer dumped most of the bodies of his victims. Did you know that? They, no. They started showing up in December 2010, four bodies. This is out on Gilgo Beach. Uh, then in March, around March and April 2011, uh, six more sets of remains were found. Not bodies, just sets of remains. And that's right around the time we started doing this show. Yeah. Well, they uh, in May 2011, police said they thought that two of the victims were actually from a second killer. Oh. A few months later, they said, no, all the same guy. Because apparently they talked it over and they said, uh, how many killers do we want to not find? One or two. Oh, sure. They did the math. Two's more than one. And they said there's only one killer. Now, all of Long Island at one time was called Nassau after the Dutch Prince William of Nassau. That was what it was named for. That's what Nassau County is named for. William III, also widely known as William of Orange. Okay. And and Orange is an interesting word. It's derived from one of those uh, Dravidian, uh, one of the Dravidian family of languages. I speak about this as if this is something I know about, right? But the, You do, but, clearly. Well, yes, I have. I mean, this is all off the cuff. Uh, those languages are spoken mostly in southern, eastern, and central uh, India. And the Dravidian family of languages is so old, it's farting dust. Huh. That's how old it is. It's possibly, uh, they were possibly brought to India by migrations in like the fourth or third millennium BC. Still uh, the word things. orange, though, you use it every day, right? Is there ever a day that goes by that you don't use the word orange? No. It passed through numerous other languages, the word orange, uh, including Sanskrit, Old hmm. French, hmm. before reaching the English language. And I think that that explains why orange doesn't rhyme with anything. Oh, yeah, sure. Try to put yourself in oranges, well-worn shoes. You know, can you name any other other words that don't have a rhyme? Because I can. Westmoreland. Proper name. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Rhymes with exit. Uh, okay. And uh, Brexit. That's what they're calling it now when they have a baby. 
They're water breaks. They're like, it's a Brexit. How about midst? Can't rhyme it. Midst. Golf. Month. Music. None of them have rhymes. Chaos. Coif. Blitzed. Beige. Circus. Kiln. To name only a few. There's like 80 that are, that are, that are listed in the source that I looked at. Blolf. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> yeah, but by sure. far, the most popular word with no rhyme is the simple and elegant word orange now. Orange, yeah. Earliest uses of it, right? Okay. Before the English-speaking world was exposed to oranges now, uh, the color orange uh, was referred to in Middle English as uh, jewelry. It literally translates as yellow red. It's it's those two things together. That's what they called orange. Simple Very thing. literal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now these English-speaking orange eaters, literally orange, could not have known that orange was destined to become an an enduring flavorite. <laughs> One of the big three. Flavorite. Along with. Cherry and grape. It's the kind of thing that you can easily take for granted. Now, imagine a guy around 40 years old in the 13th century, the time before oranges is what it was. Imagine going there. You know what I mean? You go there and and you go there talking about oranges. No one knows what the fuck you're talking about. You might get killed. Yeah, probably. You'd probably get burned for being a witch. Almost certainly. It might be like, it might be back to the future type shit. Mm -hmm. You know, where Shaky wants a Pepsi free. Right. And the guy says, get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, just give me a tab. <laughs> that? Uh, yes. And then the guy goes, well, what kind of fruitcake orders a Pepsi free in a tab? And what's with that vest? <laughs> I don't even know a name for that color of vest. Uh, it's the power of love. And it makes me look ridiculous. Now you get the hell out of here. And if that goomba tries any rough stuff, you tell him I ain't no band leader. I don't think people would really react that way. I think they'd be actually really curious. Basically, though, you'd be surrounded by primitive ass fuckers, you know, who 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 know, they know nothing of oranges, right? And then one day, oranges mm-hmm. that happened, and some people tried, and some people haven't, and then the flavor of orange is all the rage, you know, and and orange was a hit fruit. It's trendy. It's like Snapchat. It's probably kind of pricey though. The mm-hmm. difference, you know. Now imagine a guy who's not an early adapter, but. Uh, he's ready to try it. Someone has offered him an orange, and he breaks open the peel. And it squirts up. You know, imagine the ecstasy of tasting an orange for the first time. How amazing that would be. As an adult, you've had 40 years, never heard of fucking oranges. Yeah, it'd be good. I'd liken it to a guy who's deaf from birth. Mm-hmm. And then through, like, a miracle operation, he can he can hear. He first wakes up in the hospital, you know, and the doctor's, the doctor's there. He invented the procedure. You know, he's beaming. He's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is why I got into medicine. He's so happy for the guy. They've tested his ears. You know, they snapped their fingers next to his uh, head or whatever. They called him a fag from around the corner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Verified his ears work. But the doctor wants to see this moment. It's his favorite part because he knows it's, it's going to get emotional. Yeah. He gives the guy some high-quality headphones, which he bought just for this just for this purpose. And then he pushes play. And for the first time, this guy in his life, for the first time, he's hearing the New York City Crime Report. <laughs> <laughs> this show. That's beautiful. That's roughly how incredible it must have been. To have an orange for the first to time. To have an orange. Yeah. For the, now, now, my show isn't for everybody, but neither, n- not everybody loves oranges either. No. What if somebody tasted an orange for the first time and they said, what's all the fuss? These fucking people love these jewelrys. I'm sorry, I'm not feeling it. But me, I'm an apple guy. Give me an apple every time because they're better. I mean, eat one of your, uh, what do you call them, uh, oranges, and then and then bite into an apple. You tell me what tastes better. Between <laughs> apples and oranges, there's no comparison. <laughs> and whoever he was talking to was like, wow, 
true. You can't compare apples to oranges. He goes, wait, uh, why not? What do you mean? That's not what I said. I said between apples and oranges, there's no comparison. See the difference? I say you can compare them because apples are better. I mean, what's hard about that? And the guy just, this guy who heard him, right? He tells a few people. That starts getting back to the apple guy. <laughs> hey, you're the apple guy, right? Yeah. I really liked what you said about apples and oranges. <laughs> it's just so obvious once you see it. But the way you said it, you can't compare apples to oranges. <laughs> just pure truth. No, 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 no. It's a misquote. I, s- I said there's no comparisons. Wow. Look, these oranges, <laughs> with their big seeds... Apples have tiny seeds. You don't even notice them. Apples, you know, they're not like some kind of hassle. You can't eat the peel of an orange. You spend 10 minutes just trying to get the food, and then you got this pile of shit sitting on a paper towel. What am I going to do with that? I mean, apples are fun. If things don't have differences, you know, like, why would you compare them? (laughs) Compare two of your oranges there. They have the same orange properties. and You know, whatever. Just don't go around saying I said that. I don't want that coming back on me. But within this guy's lifetime, he started hearing people say, well, you know, apples and oranges. He's like, that's not even a sentence. And then he had a stroke. Wow. But back then it wasn't called a stroke. It was called a diawful moo. <laughs> Literally devil's mouth. I have never thought about the origin and the misinterpretation and the misappropriation mm-hmm. of that guy's sentiment. Well, it takes a certain clarity of thought, which mm-hmm. I possess. Right. Long Island was named for a prince. He's a Dutch prince, prince, Prince William of Nassau, sovereign Prince of Orange from birth, founded in 35 BC, the city of Orange. That city founded originally by legionnaires from like fucking the Augustus era. Hmm. This shit is like really old. Now, William III was the prince of that. And the title was handed down from William the Silent, who started a really long war. And he led the revolt against the Spanish Habsburgs, Habsburgs, uh, and that set off the Eighty Years' War. After which he was known as William the Silent, but deadly. (laughs) (laughs) I guess William the Conqueror was taken. Mm. Now, he was also uh, sometimes known as William the Taciturn, reserved or uncommunicative in speech, saying little. Well, that's a good way for people to think you're smart and mysterious, is just to shut the fuck up. Mm. I'll take a cue. (laughs) I'll take a cue. His son, William II, you know, he was the next one after William III. Because uh, William the First got assassinated, I yeah, hate shot that. twice. Yeah. Now uh, his son William the Second died a week before William the Third was born. So there was one Williamless week in the fall of uh, 1650, and oh, how they partied in the Principality of Orange. Sure. Then it got around. There was a baby in charge, and all hell broke loose. Ugh. William the Third, when he was 22, he had also become the Stadtholder of Holland, Zealand, Utrecht, Gelderland, and Overgizel. No. <laughs> in in the Dutch Republic. That was all before, and by his, before his 39th birthday. He was the King of England, Ireland, and Scotland. He had a lot of power. Now, uh, looking at his portrait, I will say he looks like most portraits of the 17th century. Uh, all those royalty, they tend to look alike. Blank fa- facial expression, kind of a big nose, high forehead. Basically, portraits of noblemen royals, they, they, they all look like either Richie Blackmore or Ronnie James Dio. References you don't get, but my listeners will. Who are they? They were in a band called Rainbow. Okay. <laughs> and then Ronnie James Dio was also, uh, he had a big solo career. He, uh, I think he had a song, uh, Like a rainbow in the dark. 
Oh, yeah, I like that one. About, yeah. Well, William the Silent, born in the House of Nassau as Count of Nassau Dillenburg. He became the Prince of Orange in 1544. He was the founder, then, of the House of Orange Nassau and the ancestor of the monarchy of the Netherlands. He was a big deal, you know what I mean? He started that whole thing. Later assassinated by a guy named Balthazar Gerard. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Whose portrait is really not as detailed and nice. I mean, like, a, it's just like a drawing of, like, an evil-looking Mexican kind of guy, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, he did it for the King of Spain, and he did it for, uh, like, he, he was trying to get uh, 25,000 uh, uh, somethings. It was in uh, Delft. I've you ever been, been there. to Delft? Yeah, I've been there. Fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> now, he wasn't able to get away. He had a great plan. Jump into the moat. Mm. He had a horse waiting, you mm. know, after he shot this guy. He laid in wait. Jumps, he, he was going to jump off, but he tripped on a pile of rubbish. Oh, I hate that. And uh, <laughs> he even when he, he had this all prepared, he had a, he had a blown up a pig's bladder around his waist to help mm. him float across oh. the moat. Well, uh, he didn't even get into that moat. These servants caught him, and uh, and then he didn't. So he didn't get to get his uh, twenty five thousand uh, whatevers. They tortured him uh, on the first night of his imprisonment. And I'm reading this directly. Uh, Gerard was hung on a pole, lashed with a whip. After that, his wounds were smeared with honey, and a goat was brought to lick the honey off his skin with his rough tongue. This is just for openers. Now, yeah, some people might enjoy a thing like that, but uh, he was not going to enjoy it. The goat, however, refused to touch the body of the sentenced. The goat. Wow. Just didn't like honey or something, I guess. That's uh, that's a low point. That's a wake-up call. He was left to pass the night with his hands and feet bound together like uh, like a ball, so sleep would be difficult. And during uh, during the following three days, he was repeatedly mocked. (laughs) This doesn't count as a torture. He was repeatedly mocked and hung on a pole with his hands tied behind his back. Then a weight of 300 metric pounds, 150 kilograms, was attached to each of his big toes for half an hour. After this half hour, Gerard was fitted with shoes made of well-oiled, uncured dog skin. They're very, very specific in their prescriptions here, as you can see. Those people really know how to do revenge and do it right. This guy is going to regret what he did. Yeah. The shoes, made out of the uncured dog skin, were well-oiled, as I said, but uh, they were two fingers shorter than his feet. So in this state, he was put before a fire, and when the shoes warmed up, they contracted, crushing the feet inside them to stumps. So now he knows what it's like to be a woman. Uh, They're in, tight in, Some women get their little pinky toes removed. I'm going to talk like that. It's true. They really do. <laughs> Why would they do that when they could just, you know, get the? Uh, it's like a get real the husband stitched. <laughs> <laughs> well, because then uh, you can fit your stilettos more comfortably. I went to a foot doctor one time, uh, Rupert Murdoch's foot doctor, not to name drop. Oh my god! But yeah, uh, this is just a fucking. And, this is a revelation. And uh, guys, like you got you, your feet are nice. They're almost <laughs> as nice as Rupert's. Rupert Murdoch. I've seen his feet. And he had a little article up in his uh, office. Up in there. Yeah, where about discouraging people from removing their toes. Well, you're the doctor. I can't do it without you. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fucking home job. <laughs> I chopped it off. You fix it. Yeah. You don't need your little toe, I, from what I understand. I, that's what I was given to understand. No, you need it. I don't think you do. 
Why would you need it? Uh, balance? Balance, yeah, because then you have a phantom little toe. A phantom little toe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And? And that's a bad I don't, thing. I don't give a shit if there's a phantom, you know, like, well, what, my foot's haunted? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, uh, you know, it's just, it makes you feel all off. You know, like when you don't have your tie or, uh, you know, your favorite socks or whatnot. That's what it's like when you have a missing toe. I think I could deal with it. Then. All right, all right. Now, the, the, if I had stumps for feet, I might feel considerably worse. Now, and, and, and like I said, his feet were crushed inside. To, to be crushed inside of an uncured dog skin. But when the shoes were removed, uh, like I said, from the stumps, his half-broiled skin was torn off. Ouch. After his feet were damaged, his armpits were branded. After that, after his armpits were branded, he was dressed in a shirt soaked in alcohol. And then burning bacon fat was poured over him, and sharp nails were stuck between the flesh and the nails of his hands and feet. And uh, he's said to have remained calm during his torture. Now, after they did all that, he was executed. Wow. <laughs> and the execution is also pretty bad. Uh, he was sentenced to be, uh, like I said, brutally tortured, even by the standards of the time, and killed. And the magistrate decreed that the, the right hand of Gerard should be burned off with a red-hot iron, that his flesh should be torn from his bones with pincers, in six different places, and that he should be quartered and disemboweled alive, his heart torn from his bosom and flung in his face, and that finally his head should be taken off. Wow. That's where the mercy comes in, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've had women do that to me. Throw my heart in my face. Yeah. I mean, I've forgotten about it now, but it was bad then. <laughs> yeah. But nothing like the, you, you can't think of a metaphorical equivalent to... Uh, Burning the right hand uh, off with a yeah. red hand. Burned off. Burned the fuck off. Yeah. How long would that take? Uh, well, he was dead in four days, so it didn't take that long. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it sounds like um, pretty Flesh. much the worst torture I've ever heard of in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't imagine it. Uh, I mean, like, it, it, it's right up there with taking a, taking a Greyhound bus to Scranton. <laughs> Two cities in Nassau County, three towns, and 64 incorporated villages, and more than 60 unincorporated hamlets are located within the county. Now, this uh, this this place that we're talking about is a hamlet. Are you familiar with the term hamlet? Sure, yeah. Okay, well, they're in a hamlet. Okay, it's like Robin Hood or some shit. <laughs> now, the the name comes from the name, uh, Merrick is the name of the place, the hamlet of Merrick. It comes from the Algonquin tribe, which once occupied the land there, uh, and it, they called it, uh, it the, the tribe was the Maroque. And uh, the name means peaceful. Well, the Native Americans, uh, you know, the Native American uh, population in Merrick is now about a tenth of one percent. And at the moment, things are not too peaceful. And as word spread in this town that a registered sex offender was moving there, area residents were not chill. And the mood in the hamlet of Merrick was anything but Maroque. <laughs> Flyers began to appear on poles with the mugshots of Daniel Riley. And stating that the former middle, middle school teacher and convicted level two sex offender would soon be living at 1819 Yale Road. Oh, it wow. gave his fucking address. Stocks. This guy is moving here. Now, level two sex offender is, uh, that means you might reoffend. There's three levels. Mm -hmm. There's like one, the first kind that's like, he's going to be fine. We gave him this because he pissed in the street. 
Right. And we and he was a smart ass about it. Everyone. That's like having herpes in New York. It's like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't have herpes and you don't have herpes. Stop no, saying herpes. Well, I just not like, you know. Don't feel bad. If you're in New York and don't have herpes, yeah, everybody's got it. <laughs> now, oh, but, you know, um, the level three is just kind of like, he shouldn't even be out. It's like bonus round. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Uh, they should make him wear that around his neck. Yeah. Uh, as word spread, like I said, like the flyers cap. went up, and the, yeah, exactly, uh, uh, registered sex, uh, sex offender cap. Like a, that's like, a great idea. Like really. when you see like a bachelorette party out, and they've all they've got all the like you know dick straws and mm-hmm. and uh, oh, I love headbands and all that oh, shit. A lot of people at comedy clubs when they perform don't want they don't want to see those people. I love it. I love sure. it when a, when a bachelorette party comes. It's the best. You all you have to do is be nice to them for five minutes. Uh huh. Don't act like they're a hassle. Yeah. This is to advice, a word of advice to any comedians out there. Just fucking go with it. Just say, oh, it's a big time. They're having a, a nice evening. Yeah. Just say, hey, you know, great. And guys and who? And when you get married, okay, great. Well, great. Okay, I'll probably talk to you a little later. You know what I mean? Wow. And uh, and you can definitely fuck some of those girls. <laughs> <you know? laughs> sure. The one that's not getting married, of course. Yeah, you know, they, they, she's well protected. You can't get to her. Mm-hmm. She's like the fucking president or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. Daniel Riley, uh, middle school teacher. Now, would you say the middle school teachers? They seem to be the ones that uh, they, they 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 might do that. I mean, that's a, that's an age. It's a real impressionable age. The girl was thirteen when he had sex with her. She probably wrote a sexually exploratory story. And he was mm-hmm. like, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah, exactly. She and brought she was it on like, herself. Well, Justin she brought Bieber. it on No, her. of course not. <laughs> You're talking about victim blaming. I'm she just, probably wrote a sexy note. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just thinking of how these things happen. Uh, you know, she probably did write a sexually exploratory uh, kind of a thing. Because that was the assignment. It was probably... It was, <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally right. I think at the beginning of the, of the semester, he said, okay, everybody, look to your left. Look to your right. One of you is going to cause me a lot of problems. Did you ever? Ha- did you ever have a creepy teacher, female teacher too? I know. No. You've, I know all your doctors want to nail you. Oh, but. my doc! Please, all my doctors. Well, I mean, I, like uh, you have like one, two. You know, I don't. Like, I don't have any doctors now that want to nail me. Oh well, you had one. I did have one that I I thought there might be some sexual tension with, but I think it was just because uh, I was just out of a relationship, and I thought that about every female. <laughs> That's, that's great. I mean, I would press up against her desk with my crotch and hump it <laughs> and go like, I think this chick's into me. <laughs> now, I, I, had, I had a barber that was into uh, the idea when I was 13, 12, 13. You, uh, a like barber. A, a, a lady, Yeah, a lady barber. Yeah. Huh. That was before I realized you got to get your hair cut by a man. If, 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 if you're a man, you got to go to a barber shop. Uh-huh. Forget all this styling salon shit. Go to, a, go to a barber shop. Yeah, and it shouldn't cost more than twenty dollars. If you got some kind of like you know, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you got the Kumia money and you're going to John Sahad, <laughs> and that guy is going to give you the haircut of a lifetime, right? And probably give you a shave and take care of your fucking uh, cuticles or whatever the fuck. Tax he does, bills. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy does the, does it all. Yeah. I go to a barber. Right. And I get full service at this place. I used to talk about Astoria, the barbershop there. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, Modern Barbershop. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember those guys' names. I can't. Nick and Arthur were the names. Right. We had them on the show one time. Yeah, they were great. Well, I can't be going all the way out to Astoria just every time I want a haircut. No, I, you don't live there anymore. I get one every six, seven days. I got to stay neat. And this guy, Mike, uh, at the Manhattan Barbershop, takes care of me. You know what he does? 
he cuts the hair. He wipes off my head. He, uh, you know, uh, he 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 uses a, a you know a blow dry blows all that shit off the fucking uh, thing. He says, "Oh, you know, you you my brother," you know, stuff like that. He's really cool. Hmm. Shaves my neck, gives me a hot towel, gives me a little hot towel treatment. That's nice. Puts that on my head, and there's some kind of a, a menthol in there. It clears up your sinuses. Oh, that's great. It's really nice. It's really refreshing. I'd like to go there and get that even without the haircut part. Just Definitely. Like, just like uh, be kind to me for a few minutes. Oh. <laughs> so, really need that. Well, yeah. uh, 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 how do we get on barbers anyway? <laughs> um <laughs> We were talking about the uh, middle school, the propensity to, uh, you know. I don't think that led us to barbers. No, 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 because I asked you if anyone had ever hit on you when you the were. The lady, barber that I had, what she would do is I would have my hands on the armrest, you know, as you do, and not palms out or anything, just mm-hmm. like palms down. And she wore these really tight jeans, and mm-hmm. she was a young woman. Mm-hmm. My mom brought me to see her, and her name was Rhonda. Mm-hmm. And she would put her crotch right against the arm of the chair but it was my hand at the end of the arm and she would she would uh holy she moly would, you know I, I would be touching things with the back of my hand and she would grind and she would and she would i could tell because she would i mean she would not a, not a full i mean if you're imagining some kind of like you know very subtle is that chick on yelp Rhonda? Yeah, because I want to leave a strongly worded review. I think that you it would be a positive review, first of all. Second of all, you'd have to go back to the 80s or some shit to do that. I mean, it's a, if something's a long time ago, you know they're not still there. I don't even know if that place is still there. I'm going to find it. Okay. You do that. Okay. I was It was actually a big thrill for me. <laughs> And I look forward to getting my hair cut there for a while. <laughs> That's very sweet. You know, when you're a kid, you, yeah, I mean, like a haircut, it's almost like going to the dentist or something. You're like, oh, God, really? Right. I didn't like it. But then you yeah, have this I like fucking like, hot, hey, hot chick. You know what? She she didn't get these uh, this quite even here. Can I go back? <laughs> Did she reach completion on the haircut? On the haircut? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lady who really likes to cut hair. Yeah. Well, uh... This house actually, uh, I don't know if I, uh, it was a, it was a $1.25 million home that was being built. The home was being built. He wasn't just moving there. They were building a home. He, he and his wife burned to the ground before it could be finished. Because he's a level two, yeah. I can, I can understand the impulse to, uh, you got kids in the neighborhood and uh, the rage against uh-huh. Sex offenders. I, I I get it. It's not right, but I mean, it it's not right what he did. But I mean, you know, you can't. Uh... Well, the house was in his wife's name. She's the one who really lost out. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I can understand it too. I, you did... say like, I don't want them here, and there's one way to prevent that, and that is to burn. The, you could. Well, no, there's a lot of ways you could kill the guy, mm-hmm. but then you know you're on the hook for murder. Arson's pretty serious too. Did uh, is she still with him? The woman who bought the house. That's what I I didn't research that. Is she still married to that? To the registered sex offender? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this uh, actually the... How did, he, how did he manage to save that marriage? Like, that's... Who would stay with a guy who fucked his 13-year-old student? Anne-Marie Riley, a successful Manhattan bankruptcy lawyer. Really? That's who would, yeah. Okay. Huh. And uh, she owned the home. It says over the weekend that happened, uh, alerting them about that, and the fire marshal says they're investigating where the house was... Uh, 
Well, the fire was linked to the sex offender's expected arrival on the block. Well, it, f- yeah, houses don't just burst into flames. It, well, it took like 60 firefighters. It was some insane amount of firefighters. Yeah, I mean, the whole uh, thing was torched. That's it. And, and you know, when houses uh, are expensive there. Yeah, you know that. They're apparently. really expensive. It's a nice neighborhood. And, um, you know, Merrick, is a, it's a charming little hamlet. And uh, they didn't want to build it anymore, these guys. Yeah, they, they offered it. her... All the money. All the money back and more. And more like, yeah. We don't want to fucking... Could you imagine that? That's 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 the kind of offer. Yeah. You take it. First of all, you take it. Yeah. I mean, I guess now you're going, I guess we should have taken that offer. And then you just, Airb- <laughs> and then you just Airbnb it. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot of money. Uh, and you get all the building money back. And then you just go, go someplace else. They must have really liked that neighborhood. Neighborhood must have been filled with hot... 13-year-old snatch. John Miller, the developer, uh, he's, he, he didn't he, know he, about it. Here's what it says, and this the sentence is phrased like this. It says, Riley's wife, Anne-Marie, was the sole purchaser of the home. He says he didn't realize that her husband was a registered sex offender until yeah, recently. Yeah. So, she, she knew. She yeah, she, she. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that, would be, that guy would be a real master of uh, <laughs> deceit, wouldn't he? Definitely. He pled guilty, and he served, uh, he, he's got 10 years of probation. He served six months in jail. Uh, he repeatedly uh, had sex with a 14-year-old. It says 14 earlier. I read 13 someplace else, and it said 13 on the flyers. Uh-huh. She might be 14 now, yeah, but actually that was in 2013 when he was convicted of that. Uh, and uh, you're that for life. You're a registered sex offender. That's it. Well, you should be. You shouldn't be allowed to fuck little kids. Oh, I think you should be allowed to fuck little kids. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I don't think you're saying that. But it is serious. Yeah. I mean, and I, uh, I mean, I it's just, a serious thing to be a registered sex offender. It's very I, serious. Yeah, I just mean I think you should have have it Big for the hassle. rest of your life. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, what? What else? I mean, at what point do you get rid of it? You know, and then, and uh, you know, it, it, being a registered, you get, I guess you get to warn people and shit. You know, you there, get your house burned down. There are um, not to bring up uh, herpes. Shouldn't be again, able to move into Merrick. But there are websites for um, people who have like STDs. I wonder if there's like a website for people who are convicted sex offenders. You know, oh, like, yeah. like yeah. J. It's crimereport.nyc. <laughs> Go there. That's and, <laughs> and that is where you can find out a lot about the show. And not only that, but if you're interested in some reading, I interviewed a guy named Ralph Friedman. He's the uh, the, the number one, he, he is the top detective of all time in the NYPD. He is the most honored, he is the most decorated. He shot eight guys he killed four of them wow and he tells stories like that when i'm talking to him he's just yeah. like he's very casual about it and very he's a he's a really really cool guy uh and uh and not because he shot people he these were all confirmed like clean <laughs> right you know, he had to clean, you know sometimes shooters. this was in the 70s and, and he's in fort apache you know what i mean like this wow. guy that people back then Dangerous. People walking down the street just shooting uh and, and all kinds of shit you know it's insane so uh, that, that's a great episode. It's on Compound Media, compoundmedia.com. I really hope that you're watching that. It's, it's more than just, now what you're going to see, it's not going to be Mandy and I sitting here talking because, you know, honestly, aside from what you're wearing, which is very attractive, and uh, my dashing good looks, you know, there's really not a lot going on here, you know? But on the show, there is. It's very, like, visual. There's a, you know, we use uh, all kinds of different, uh, what you would call... Uh, uh, graphics, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know sometimes there's there's people who do characters and shit like this. So it's, it's really it's different. Very funny. It's a very funny show. It's and funnier than SNL. Those, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, you know, 
uh, Alec Baldwin. I had him on once, and I was like, that's it. <laughs> he was such a, kind of a prima donna. And he took a gigantic dump in the toilet oh that stopped God. it up and uh, denied it, of course. Right. Tried to pin it on Bobo. It's awkward. I said, don't, <laughs> Bobo wouldn't do such a thing. <laughs> Bobo, uh, you know, like, a, whatever, Instagram, just get on there. You'll see a little of that. Now, I, Instagram, Pat Dixon NYC. I'm going to promote everything. Yeah. Your book coming out is going to be very interesting when I get to like really, you know, go into exploration mode on your past. And you, I think most of what's in Unwifeable, you told me on our first date, that's try to get me into a state of arousal. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And uh, and here we are. Aroused. You know, let's uh, let's let's wrap up. I'm glad that we got that full story about Nassau County with the oranges and all that stuff. Oh my God! Yeah. The House of Nassau Orange. This William guy, William the Third who Nassau County is named after. He was the last in line, last of the line. After that, it fell apart. Mm. He had no family heir. You know why? Gay. Hmm. He had this, you know, like fruitcake that he promoted, you know, from from nothing to something, gave him a title. Wow. That's number one. Number two, uh, when he was 27, he married his 19-year-old first cousin, Mary. Oh, Mary, <laughs> so, yeah. So even if he wasn't gay... If he had a kid with her, the next guy would have been like William the Tard, right? Or like w- William the Inbred at best. Uh, in seventeen o two, he was riding a horse. So a horse that he was riding stumbled into a Marlboro. Oh wow! <laughs> Not a Marlboro, but a Marlboro, and he fell off. Winston Churchill wrote that fall opened the door to a troop of lurking foes. Hmm. And uh, he broke his collarbone, and as a complication, he caught pneumonia and died. And that's what happened. Wow. He'd confiscated that horse, by the way, from John Fenwick, who had conspired against him. So Fenwick got the last laugh on that one, and he toasted the little gentleman in the black velvet vest. <laughs> Who's the little gentleman? The dead little? I think it was like William III. He was a very, he was like a dandy. Oh, right, right. His yeah. death brought the end of the House of Orange. And the colors of the House of Orange, by the way, orange and blue, just like the Mets. Wow. And I thought that might be the history of where that came from. Yeah, maybe. The House of Nassau Orange. Hmm. But it turns out the colors came from a different place. It's a coincidence. They're also, by the way, the colors of the New York flag. Uh, Orange and blue were on there. Uh, What happened with the Mets? They were supposed to replace uh, the, the two National League teams that left the New York City metro area. The Giants and the Dodgers. And the Mets colors are blue and orange. Blue for the Dodgers. Uh, for Dodger blue. And then orange for the Giants. And, oh, that, and that is okay. why. Very interesting. Uh, sex offender, by the way, uh, can be the kind of thing where they do reoffend. There was one guy in Hapachong. Are you familiar with Hapachong? That's where the guy, uh, Mr. Schmars was his name. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, some chick died while they were doing drugs. Oh boy. And he just left her there. He didn't get. He didn't do anything about it. Wow. Because uh, you know he had he had drugs to do. Yeah. So he just you know he he was googling like death. Oh, you Jesus. know he googled death, <laughs> and the, one of the first things that came up was decomposition. Wow. So then he, then you see he googled decomposition. <laughs> and uh, you know that's hilarious. The, the yeah and Google the Google search histories. Yeah, that would be yeah of killers. That that's... But he's not a killer. He just didn't do anything about it. She died. And he just didn't do anything. I don't even know if that's illegal. Uh huh. It's like just uh, 
you know, being a being a, a, a fucking sort of a a lazy dude. Right. And I don't think he fucked her when she was dead. I wish the searches were more literal, like this bitch dead. Where where to get more coke? This bitch dead. <laughs> want coke. Just need, want coke. Need coke. <laughs> well, I mean, what we're talking it's apples and oranges. Uh <laughs> This guy in Hapachong, a registered sex offender, broke into a neighbor's home and masturbated over a sleeping woman. Hapachong. 36-year-old Michael, a.k.a. Dragon Emmett's, allegedly walked into the unlocked room, the unlocked home, and committed the lewd act, a resident told police. He also took $20 from the woman's bedroom before fleeing. Uh, I mean, what do you charge for somebody to jerk off while you're sleeping? I don't charge anything. I know. Oh, I meant. <laughs> it's free. It's, it's late. I wasn't thinking. Mm. I meant I don't, you know, none of that. I know that. You're not a whore. You're a news whore, Mandy Statmiller. Yeah, it's a play on words. Listen to uh, News Horp on uh, Shut Ryan Castagum. <laughs> well, uh, this guy, uh, like I said, took 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Insult to injury. You know what I mean? I don't oh, even think absolutely. He was, was he in there to jerk off or was he in there to steal $20? He probably took her fucking silver quarter, too. Like her lucky, you know. Uh, he was charged with burglary, theft, and lewdness. Unlimited Metro card. Lewdness. I mean, that's all lewdness. You, you masturbate over a sleeping woman. That's much that's more. Assault. That's, that's much, sexual assault. Yeah. I mean, it's a form of. Of of sexual assault, yeah, yeah, it's on the spectrum between sexual assault and 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 rape. It's uh, veering closer, you know. It's it's I, pretty I, bad. I think it should be worse than lewdness. Myself. I would be, yeah, I would be. Oh my god, I'd be traumatized. Especially if it's a dragon. <laughs> Guys, next time he's dragon. In two thousand five, dragon was convicted in Sussex County for aggravated criminal sexual contact involving a female acquaintance. There's always a lot of different ways of stating these crimes, and I don't know exactly like uh, how they charge them or what they mean, but aggravated criminal sexual contact, I think it means he probably pressed himself up against a woman and put a gun to her head. Yes. <laughs> Reasonable, right? If it's aggravated, that's like a weapon. Or, with, you know, he hit or, or, or he just kind of like, uh, you know, playfully, you know, tapped her, her pussy. And she was just like, fuck that. That's aggravating, you know. Yeah. I, no, there had to be a weapon, though. He'd have to hold a knife to her throat. Oh, it had to be a weapon? If he, Well, I think if it's aggravated, usually there's a weapon. We could have playfully tapped a knife. Against her pussy. Like, not because, the sharp yeah, part. Yeah, the dragon. Yeah. Taste the dragon. This British woman... Uh, who was found guilty of extorting Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. Oh, I love this story. After an affair, uh, she was taken into custody Tuesday by federal immigration agents. Uh, that's funny. ICE showed up to get this English woman, <laughs> Louise Neathway, 41, voluntarily met with them, and then they kept her. And uh, it's, it's, it, they, at their request, uh, that's what they said. Hey, can you come in and talk to us? And they're like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, never fall for the old uh, person of interest switcheroo. Never fall for it, like, like it is on TV all the time where they go, uh, hey, come on, we just want to talk to you for a few minutes, you know. Yeah. Anyone, Real friendly, like. Anyone who says they want to talk to you, immediately get a fake passport, leave the country, mm -hmm. kill that all your family and friends. Might be a bit of an overreaction. And she had only judged jail, jail time. Uh, she got five years probation. Uh, she's a British citizen, and um, 
And a gold-digging whore. And she was warned of the potential immigration consequences. Ultimate gold-digger, extorting money. Yeah. And Cashman was vulnerable to it. You can tell... wonder if she sent, like, a PayPal request or... You can tell, looking at his face, that he's like... That this would be easy to do to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's just like... Uh, he can't. He, he thinks the woman's real sexy. You know what I mean, and he can't help it. But he's you can. Just he can't. just. He has an innocent look for a guy of, uh, of such a high position, the general manager of, of of the premier baseball team in the world. Yeah. And uh, and he's was like, it, you know, he just thinks baseball. I guess I don't know. Wasn't that what Cost- wasn't Costanza like one of the on uh, Seinfeld? Yeah. Do you want to discuss that? He's like a Costanza type. No. Well, you know, he's not as nerdy as Costanza. Yeah. Uh, on the outside. But uh, he is rather uh, timid looking, I would say. Yeah. But I bet you he's he learned a valuable lesson from this. He probably only had sex with like one or two women before he got married, don't you think? I don't understand how somebody that rich could not have sex with a ton of fucking women all the time. Mm-hmm. And But it shows that he hadn't because like he fell for her bullshit. Louise Neatherway is, is just a fucking a nightmare. And she also, she... Convicted she, of nine felonies, by the way. Nine felonies. Wow. And they gave her probation. Huh. That is how they treat a female stalking extorter. So she's... Nine uh, felonies. She's single and available. Well... Anyone ready to mingle? Are you available if you're locked up? Oh, she's locked up now? Oh, well, they, they detained her, and I think they arrested her. Oh, I thought you were saying... And oh, now probation was before, you're well, saying? Well, she violated... Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. It, she it, she was it, on yeah. probation at the time, and they said there could be immigration consequences. She must be mad hot, huh? No. She's not? She's not. Oh, she's got that uh, kind of X-factor seductive charm. Yeah, she's English, you know? Mm-hmm. She, uh... The no jail sentence uh, sentences, rather, were imposed over the objection of prosecutor Ken Kern. Now, Ken Kern... Ken Kern doesn't go for that shit. I know Ken Kern. Ken Kern's friend of mine. <laughs> Ken Kern is a good prosecutor. Yeah. She uh, may have recently landed on the radar of immigration authorities after she was arrested six months ago in Hunterdon County, New Jersey, for allegedly attacking her boyfriend. Wow. According, according to a source, and it was ultimately dismissed, meaning like she's probably like, if you go through with this, I will fuck you up. Yeah. I will fuck you up, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. We're doing our best. <laughs> I hope you're entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, Neathway's four-year legal saga in Manhattan began in 2012 when she was busted for harassing Cashman, extorting six grand from him, and trying to wrangle another 15 grand out of him. So she, uh, you know, for an un- unspecified medical procedure, hmm. meaning, I just want the money. Right. I don't think she had a medical procedure. Maybe right. she wanted a boob job or something. How much does that cost? I think it's like twenty grand. Well, she had twenty one. If uh, if you would have paid her that, I think when she went up, like she probably said six thousand dollars, you'll never see me again. And he's like six grand, cut my losses. All right, right. Because you can't believe that. It's never just that worked six on grand. me for two hundred bucks. Yeah. She goes, if you give me two hundred dollars, you'll never see me again. I gave it to her. She put it in her bra, sat down, and read a magazine on the couch. Wow. Uh, you can't trust it's them kinda, when they. It's kind of hot though. No, it's not hot at all. <laughs> It's fucking, it's rage-inducing is what it is. And you can't do anything about it. You can't hit her. I guess I was, I guess I was thinking of uh, a scenario where it's like more TV-ified, where it's like that, that whole moonlighting tension. 
You know, like two hundred dollars, you'd never see me again. You give it to her, she puts it in her bra. Yeah, and but you're you know, like, mm, I love it. And I'm like, Seagram's golden wine coolers. <laughs> hey, if you're trying to get rid of somebody so much uh-huh, that, that, they, the, that you'll just give them money to leave, yeah, and they're asking for money to leave, they know you want them gone that bad. Mm-hmm. Then shit's not good. It's not moonlighting fucking hot. Okay, you're right. And by the way, by uh, the way, no one has ever paid me to leave. And by the way, moonlighting was a hundred trillion years ago. Remember that? No, that's a it's good a reference. Long, long. <laughs> it's current. <laughs> they had a ten month affair. That's about how long one of these things can possibly last. Yeah. It turned ugly when she found out he was also seeing another woman who was not his wife. She could deal with the wife. I can't deal with the cheating. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, that's nuts. That's insanity. He, the guy, why he got his confidence up. He's like, hey, I'm fucking this fucking British chick. Did he fucking... Yeah, that's what it is. You're getting so much pussy you don't want anymore. That's yeah. when you get more pussy. They heap it on. They pile it on. Well, okay. They can, pile on the pussy. Can I challenge you on something? Wow. That's my wife, folks. Can I challenge you on something? <laughs> yes, you may. Go right ahead, baby. Okay, so when challenge you, away. So when you were cheating on your wife, you had a mistress, and whoa, you, whoa, and you cheating got, is a harsh word. And you got mad. Are we almost out of time? And you got mad that she was seeing someone else. Who? Who? I got mad that who was seeing somebody else. Uh, you know. Oh, you're talking about uh, Balthazar? Yeah. Was, okay. So, so, so. No, I mean, I, no. That's. I just needed to know the relationship. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I'm I did, saying, I got mad that she was seeing somebody else. Yeah. I, hey, you know what? It isn't. It isn't the crime. It's the cover up. <laughs> she wouldn't be honest with me about it. Okay, I see. That that makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. But no, and here is if you know what I got mad about is what? because she gave me so much grief oh. about still sleeping with my wife. <laughs> She wouldn't stop. She was so uh, angry about that all the fucking time. What a tangled I mean, she web. Never gave me a moment's peace. Uh-huh. And no matter what I did or said or whatever, it was just like, oh fuck, you're horrible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like and, and she would just use it when she wanted to. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something she was always upset about. It was something right. that like she selectively did. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Look, I don't really care. What's done is done. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset, but I don't ever want to hear anything about me sleeping with my wife ever again. Okay. Stop. It's like moral relativity. You just wanted something that made sense to you. You didn't want hypocrisy. Makes sense, period. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Don't make it like subjective. Like, okay, if that works for you. No, it it makes sense. And she goes, and and, and, and she she goes, and that works for you. And that works for you. Yeah. And she goes, okay. And then it was, the next day, maybe that same day, mm-hmm. she went on one of her fucking tirades. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I it, one of these people who, they, they promise you the world to stop extorting you. <laughs> and uh, and there you go. You know, uh, the scandal was made public, et cetera, et cetera. The wife filed for real cool. And, uh, and I'm time, I think it's still running. Huh. I don't know. Would, would it stop automatically if you're out of space? Uh, I don't know. Did you use the new like card? A, Oh, wait, maybe there's another minute. Oh, I guess there is. It's counting down. All right. Sorry about doing that. Wasting time. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. And thanks for that email. Uh, and, and, and thank you for listening. 
Thank you, Mandy Stamiller. Is it over? Find out how to get extra content and bonus material from this and other shows. Go to patreon.com slash NYC. Check it out. Support New York City Crime Report. Go to patreon.com slash NYC.